stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. If you've been interested in elevating your business in order to increase revenue, listen now to find out more. This is Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with Kieran Sweeney. Each week, Kieran speaks to home-based entrepreneurs, celebrity entrepreneurs, and others who are influential in their industries. Now, here is your host, Kieran Sweeney. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Kieran Sweeney on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence, and we are broadcasting all over the world, so uh, thanks for listening in wherever you are. And uh, it's so wonderful to see the different listener groups that come in from all over the world, and, and we just appreciate you taking the time to listen in. Today's show is going to be another amazing insight as we all understand what it's like to live a life of craziness and mm-hmm. overwhelm and stress and everything like that. Um, but we're going to get started in a second. But just a, just a quick recap, Key Entrepreneurs of Influence is, is a show designed to <coughs> highlight and, and bring to the awareness of the, the listening public uh, the, the tools and the strategies and, and the know-how of becoming a key person of influence. And, and the way to become a key person of influence in your industry is to really set yourself apart and promote yourself in multiple ways so that people recognize you as an authority in your industry so that you become the person that they go to. And this is how we help uh, entrepreneurs grow and monetize their business. So today's guest is just about to launch a book. She's got a, an amazing platform. She has a great website. Uh, you have to read it. It's probably, <laughs> I've read a lot of websites, but this this one is really well done and, and it's obviously a good one for anyone to, uh, if you're a coach or a consultant or in that uh, area, uh, this is a, a great website to read in terms of how it's structured and, and designed and just the copy is really, really well written. So we have Lisa Carpenter on. Now, I've personally met Lisa. She's uh, a little petite, little uh, run around, <laughs> busybody kind of person. She's like a bzzz, bzzz, bzzz. but uh, she manages to keep life uh, well balanced uh, despite having gone through all kinds of crazy stuff in her life. And she's a mother, a husband, uh, sorry, a mother has a husband. <laughs> she, she's the wife. And she just keeps busy, but you know, here's what she's doing. She, she, she reads like a lot of us in life. We, we, we have an experience and we take that experience and utilize it to, uh, create a, a movement around it, create a following, create a business and, and, and reach out and help others. And, and she's masterfully helped, you know, I don't know how many women, but a lot of women and probably some men too, and you know, really start to look after yourself and, and like living this life of overwhelm and, and overachievement and all of that can, t- can eventually take you down and make you sick as well. And, you know, I just, uh, I just came back from New York and, and I, I was just like, I got to get out of here. These people are crazy, right? It's like everybody's whipping around and everybody's yelling at each other and the traffic. And I'm like, oh, thank God I live in Vancouver. <laughs> right. It's a lot slower out here. So Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on. I am super pumped to be here and to just, yeah, talk about all things self-care, slowing down. And I thought it was ironic that you say, you know, I'm so busy because I don't think that I'm busy now compared to how I used to run my life and my business. Uh, The pace is much slower and there's a bigger focus on taking care of me in order to go to that next level of success and leadership. Absolutely, and, and and you know everyone wants to know what the secret is. So you're gonna you're right. gonna enlighten a lot of people today, and you know they can they can get your book, they can contact you for getting some mentoring on that as well. So uh, so just at the beginning, the website's lisacarpenter.ca, not .com, .ca. Uh, Lisa's not a carpenter; it's her last name. But it's it's a time for you to sit back and listen to a woman who has really crafted out a a a methodology of living that really works so that you 
you can achieve success, but not have mm-hmm. to have that feeling of stress and overwhelm. We've all, you know, if we're achievers, if you're an executive, if you're a, uh, an entrepreneur, you, you know what it's like to run those 14, 16 hour days and, and feel like you're just never slowing down. So Lisa, it's your turn to tell us what the magic is. Oh, you know, I love the saying, it works until it doesn't. <laughs> and uh, I have never met a high achieving, ambitious, driven person who hasn't put in the 12, you know, 14 hour days because we're trying to get there, right? Or we don't believe that there's any other perspective, right? Like I have to do it. Nobody else can do it. And nothing could be further from the truth. And in order to step into that next level of leadership and to really claim the success, the fulfillment and the happiness that you want, it requires working on who you are and who you need to become, shedding the beliefs that you have, like I have to work all the hours and do all the things. Um, It it really is about shedding those beliefs and and becoming that next level person who has a bigger focus and attention on working on themselves than they do on working outside of themselves, right? So we spend a lot of time focusing on things outside of ourselves instead of doing the inner work. And next level leaders know that they have to put a bigger focus on themselves, health, wellness, spiritual, like the the whole gamut. Totally. And, and you know, I, as you're saying that, it, it triggered something in my mind that, you know, I, I mean, I went through this as well. So, um, you know, I, it, I was an overachiever. I was, you know, focusing on work, work, work. And I came from a place uh, of two things. I, I read on your website, you were a pleaser. And I, I was a pleaser mm. once too. And, yes. and I was also uh, a prover. I had to prove something. Yes. So, and a lot of entrepreneurs actually have that conditioning. They, they're, 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 they're needing to prove something. And they go into business as entrepreneurs because they're, 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 there's, a, there's, a, there's an emotional wound deep inside and, and they're, they're covering it up by overachieving or or trying to prove or to be known or and it, 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 there's there's many reasons or roots there's many roots for that and it, there's not just one there could be it could be you know lack of support when you're child uh, uh, verbal abuse it could be um, um, not being loved or not being appreciated or bullied in the schoolyard it comes from a lot of uh, areas and and the key thing as a, as a you know in the personal development field you know when I discovered what my root wounds were, if you will, it, it really helped me to, um, I worked on them and it really helped me to succeed. So, so it's really great that you're uh, recognizing all of that and, and helping people. So l- let's talk about, obviously you came from, I was reading your website and, and some other things you have online. You went to almost to the brink of I don't know if it was collapse, but it mm. it sounded like a lot of stuff was falling apart and and things weren't going well with your husband and mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was just you took it you were here's what I read on that when I read your your stuff it was like you were taking everything on the mom the the mother the spouse the entrepreneur and 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 I've been there and it's it's a lot of weight to carry so so tell us your journey so that we can help understand where you came from and how you created and crafted the solutions that's helping so many people. Oh my goodness. So I'm a classic overfunctioner, right? So we can call it overachievement. Um, I'm a classic overfunctioner. And I really lived in that striving energy from the time I was, you know, I guess after I graduated high school, I really struggled in school. I, you know, I struggled with learning and not feeling like I was smart enough or good enough. And, you know, I remember taking a, you know, they used to give you these tests back in school where you could figure out like what jobs were well suited to you when you graduated. So you can kind of map your course. And the irony is my job wasn't even created when I was in high school, right? So we never know what's around the corner for us. But I remember my test came back and it said I was going to shoe horses for a living. And I was devastated, right? Because it just so fed this belief that I wasn't smart, I wasn't good enough, I wasn't going to amount to anything. So after I graduated high school, I really kind of took on this attitude of just watch me or I'll show you, right? And that's what I mean in terms of it works until it doesn't. That striving energy really helped me 
to achieve a tremendous amount in my life and my business. But the problem was it didn't matter what I achieved or what I did or how much I proved it was never good enough. And I constantly felt like I was seeking that thing that was going to make me happy. And it was always just outside of my reach, which then made me feel crappy because here I'd I'd done all this cool stuff, but I wasn't actually celebrating it or seeing the value in it. So it was, you know, it's almost to the date six years ago that I discovered that my husband was an addict, an active addict, and this had been going on, you know, underneath my nose, and I was completely blindsided by it. So at the time, you know, I had two young sons, I had a six-month-old newborn, and life, you know, the rug just kind of got pulled out from underneath me. So true to form, <laughs> he like, <laughs> I'll show you, uh, you know, when a, when a counselor told me that relationships don't typically survive addiction. I was like, really? You don't know me. And that was kind of the first of my unraveling, so to speak, because I very quickly realized that, you know, his relationship with addiction was a gift for me to take a deeper look at the role I was playing in the relationship, not just with him, but more importantly, in the relationship with myself. And all of a sudden, it became less important to make it work with him. And the realization sunk in that I had a really crappy relationship with myself. So all these behaviors like people-pleasing, people control, approval-seeking, perfectionism, stuff that I didn't even, you know, I wasn't aware of because they were, they were survival mechanisms for me. They were survival behaviors that I picked up at a young age, and most of us that are operating in this space, we don't even realize that there's a different perspective available to us because it's all we know. These behaviors were like breathing to me. So when the harsh reality hit me that this was actually unraveling my life around me, it was really, really painful and just such a journey in terms of changing these behaviors and being uncomfortable pretty much 24-7 because when you're, you know, if I told everybody to brush their teeth, if you're right-handed and I told you to brush your teeth with your left hand every day, it would be uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable. First, you have to think about, okay, I got to put it on my left hand and then it feels awkward. That's what it's like when we're changing behavior. So we're talking about everyday life behaviors, like learning how to say no to people and learning how to just say, okay, I'm not going to make anybody's lunches and I'm not going to lay out your clothes for you and I'm not going to do all the things for you. So in essence, I had to go from over-functioning and allow myself to under-function so that I could fall back into that normal range and everybody around me who was under-functioning could actually, you know, step up and show up in a bigger way. So it's not that I'm not still driven and ambitious. You know, there's still amazing things that I want to accomplish in my life. But the difference is now that striving energy isn't about filling this gap or hole. I no longer feel like I'm seeking anything. And that peace and happiness and fulfillment is here every day. And whatever I create from here is like, you know, extra you know, extra whipped cream on top, so to speak. It's no longer a, I have to prove because I'm not good enough. I operate from a space of everything I do is good enough right now. And I don't know what's available to me tomorrow, but it's super exciting to see what is. That's really cool. Well, you know, as I said, you know, a lot of us have to go through our own experiences to discover mm-hmm. what our gift is, right? And, you know, now your gift is is service and helping others. And, and you know, I've, I've read a lot of testimonials and they're pretty you know, obviously a lot of happy people who are now benefiting from what you're doing, what you're teaching. So <clears throat> we're going to take a break in a couple minutes. But so after the break, what we'd like to do is now let's explore how you get there. How do you get there? And obviously, you know, it's it's not a simple 15-minute uh, um, mm-hmm. talk about how you get there. But there's obviously a methodology. There's obviously a way to get there that you, you work with people uh, to get them to uh, look out for themselves. And, you know, the, the one thing I really relate to you as well is, and we were talking about this before we went on air, was, you know, it's getting other people to do stuff for us as well. And for me, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I pretty much work a four-day week because um, my days can be long and I, I can find myself working 
into the evening or going to a networking event or doing a talk in the evening. And so my days can get pretty long. And if I do that five days a week, uh, and sometimes I have to work on weekends because I teach uh, or I'm asked to do a talk somewhere, you know, I have, to, I have to really manage my schedule. So what I do is I block off a day a week where it's just totally free. There's just, in addition to the weekend, it's a total free day. And, and I've learned to work on four days because it's, it's, I can't work 60 hours a week. Uh, I can get 40 I can get 40 hours done in four days. And, and you know, I mean, an entrepreneur, like you were saying, you were up at 6 o'clock this morning doing an interview, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, either your days are, are – I was up at 7.30. I did a, a mentoring session with a client. I'm doing another mentoring session at 10.30. And by the time 4 o'clock rolls around, I'm going to be done. It's because if I, if I work 12 hours, 16-hour days, I'm going to burn out. And, and I need time to look after myself, to work out, to do what I need to do. And, you know, and look, I've, I've learned the, the biggest thing for me, Lisa, and I think I've, uh, this is going to segue into your book a bit, is it's how I eat. You know, when I, learned, <laughs> when I learned to eat better, I thought I was eating well, but I wasn't and had way too much carbs on my diet. And so I, I just eat so much better now and it just balances me out and, and just makes me feel better and and uh, I, I just yeah so it's just it's you know we all have a responsibility to manage our own lives and in and, and today's busy busy schedule and demands on us uh, there's so many things that we need to pay, pay attention to but I really like what you're saying is you know I'm not going to put the kids stuff out they can do it themselves I'm not going to make the lunches they can do it themselves and you know what that's how I raise my kids it's like you mm-hmm. make your lunch you want to eat right. <laughs> you make the lunch but that's just a way of training them for for the reality of you know growing up in the world. So we're going to take a quick break. This is Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. Today my guest is Elisa Carpenter, and she's had quite a journey in life and is now helping lots of people. And so if you need some guidance and assistance on how to live a really well-fulfilled life without all the crap and the stress, mm-hmm. then Lisa will guide you to where you want to go. So we'll be right back. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you challenged in business? Want to double your revenues? Want to work less and earn more? Breakthrough 90 Coaching by Kieran Sweeney is a unique accelerated process that guides entrepreneurs on creating seven-figure revenue businesses. Contact Kieran at bt90coaching.com or visit our website at bt90coaching.com. You may also call 778-888-5837 right now. Break through the barriers of mediocrity and create the success you deserve. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with Kieran Sweeney. To call into today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or feel free to send an email to Kieron. That's K-I-E-R-O-N at KieronSweeney.com. Now, back to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. 
And welcome back. This is Kieran Sweeney with Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. And we certainly have an influencer on today, Lisa Carpenter. And she's going to tell us a little bit more about her uh, success platform or success program that she runs. And it's all about, you know, just allowing yourself permission to uh, still enjoy the fruits of success, but look after yourself. And she has a whole program methodology for doing that. So Lisa, what do you tell, and you got a book coming out, so we'll get to that in in a little bit. I do, I do. Yeah. And and let's uh, let's talk about your program. So tell us, a, a client comes to you, they hear the they hear your interview because you're doing a lot of interviews online, mm-hmm. uh, and somehow they find you, and they're they're an overwhelm. So what do you do with them? So it's really interesting because people come to me for different channels. You know, sometimes it's an entrepreneur who's coming to me because they're busy and they're overwhelmed and they just they don't even know how they fit into their lives anymore. And sometimes it's it's somebody coming to me because they're really, you know, they've achieved all this other massive success in every other area of their lives, yet their health is in the toilet and they know that that's not okay, right? To be a high achiever, it means we have to look after our health as well. So everybody, you know, and in terms of my coaching, when I'm working with people one-to-one, it can be very different reasons that people come to me. So, you know, over the past almost two decades, a majority of my work has really been focused around women and helping them make peace with food in their body. And and this is why this journey into kind of addiction and what all that meant was so profound in my life. Not only did it help me unravel my own stuff, but it allowed me to see how things like being busy and food and overspending and, um, you know, perfectionism and all that kind of stuff were really symptoms of that deeper underlying problem and how, you know, we use all of these things to avoid being with the things inside of us that we have a hard time being with. So if your energy around striving and driving is all about, you know, proving it to the world that you're good enough, there's no way on God's green earth you're going to let yourself slow down, rest, take a nap in the middle of the day and do less better because all your value, all your beliefs are in the I have to do more in order to prove myself. So it really is very individual for for the person where we start with what they're wrestling with and then how we're going to unravel that. And a big part of my work is about being incredibly disruptive in a loving way, uh, asking very big questions to help shift people out of this perspective that they've got their teeth in and show them that there's another way available. If you had told me six years ago that I would be working less hours than ever, that I would be in the middle of a book launch and getting nine hours sleep, I would have told you you were crazy pants. But because I've made the commitment more to the process than the outcome, of course I have goals around launching my book, but I'm committed to me in the process. I'm committed to my own personal growth and my own wellness. I don't want to come out the other side of this feeling trashed. I want to come out the other side of this being like, wow, that was an exhilarating ride, right? Because you only launch your first book once. I want to feel good about myself. I want my health to be just as good as when I went into it. So that means this commitment to me to be committed to the process, to make sure that I'm getting in my exercise, to make sure that I'm getting in enough sleep. So I work out at six in the morning. Generally, I go to I go to different classes and I love that. I love that community. Of course, I'm focusing on the type of food I put into my body, and this is something that I work with my clients on. But quite often, before I can even attack the food pieces with them and how they're eating, I have to look at the mindset and the beliefs that they're operating from. Because if I can't get them to shift from that place of making time for themselves, they're never really going to change the food that they're eating, or they will temporarily and come back. Uh, These are the kind of the addictive cycles we run. So it's not until you actually change who like your your deeper held beliefs around what's possible for you that you can truly create lasting transformation and that's very unique for everybody i have a um top uh business coach that i'm working with right now performance coach uh who we spent over 10 months working on her stories and beliefs and her mindset around her body and once all of that stuff started to click into place well now she's doing CrossFit and she's dropped a bunch of weight and she really is like she's got such amazing focus and determination that she's going to create 
a body that she loves, not because her body isn't good enough right now. In fact, she loves and appreciates her body now more than she ever has, even though it hasn't taken the form that she wants it to, right? She's operating from a mindset of this is where I am now and I accept it. And I know now what I need to do to change it. So now we've been able to to really work on her nutrition and take her to that next level. But that wouldn't have happened if we didn't break all those previous years of dieting wiring that she had and beliefs around what it meant to lose weight, what it meant to like, love your body, whatever, you know, whatever uh, frame you're in. There's a lot of stuff she had to give up in order to step into this new way of being with herself. The, you know, it's funny, the habits that we, we unconsciously create, you know, in pursuit of success, we, the, the, I think the focus, and I, I see this a lot in, in, with people that I've coached over the years, um, the habits we create are unconscious because our focus becomes, you know, achievement and, and, yeah. and making that, you know, making our monetary goals or whatever yeah. incomes people are chasing. And, and so we, we just start to let things fall. We let the workouts go. We, yeah. we start eating, you know, eating out more. And, you know, when you, when you eat out, you're just polluting your body with, you know, fats, trans fats, salts, oh. and, and all of a sudden you're just, you, you get used to it. And, and here's what happened. The body just adapts. It's like, okay, well, I got to figure this out. And then while you're running around, your body's trying to figure out, you know, how do I process this new stuff that's coming in and da, da, da. okay, now my body's used to it. So I want more and yep. we take on the sugar and, 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 and the caffeine and all this starts to happen. And, 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 and it, it's kind of like, and what what all that does too is it actually fuels the stress and it it, it compounds and, and all this uh, you know high blood pressure and heart attacks and all this all is 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 the end result of, of it and and you know it's not that difficult to eat properly and it's not that difficult to it's uh, not if your <laughs> beliefs support that yeah right our beliefs always create our actions. So in terms of eating out, I eat out all the time and I'm super healthy because I know how to make choices that support me feeling the way I feel. And I have this belief that I could eat out every single day and still feel amazing in my skin. So that's not, you know, this is what I mean about your actions always follow your beliefs. So if we focus on trying to change our habits without actually changing the deeper held unconscious beliefs that are driving them will always come back to the same place always so it's really about stopping no longer looking at this surface thing like I need to change this I need to make sure I get out of bed and work out every day and looking at what you believe to be true about yourself that's preventing you from believing it's possible for you to be that person who gets out of bed and go works out every day or believing that it's possible for you to be that person who reads the menu and says, you know what, I know I can make amazing choices on here that are going to make me feel awesome all day. I know I'm that person that can have better health five years from now than when I was 20. All of that is available to us, but it really does take a huge shift in fundamentally at our core being, we have to shift what we believe to be true about ourselves and the world around us and start to create the world that we want for ourselves from the inside out. So let's talk about the book. Your book is coming out soon. You're getting ready to do a big launch. The book's called Let's Eat and tell us more about it. So Let's Eat is based on the book Let's Eat is based on the two online programs that I run. Uh, one is called EAT, which stands for Education, Action, Transformation. And it really contains the doing piece. It contains an entire framework that I teach around nutrition that helps people lay this blueprint so they know how to choose. So I don't tell people what to eat. here. I don't provide a meal plan for anybody. I empower them to step into taking radical responsibility for their choices not, you know, not making things good or bad and not having any shame or guilt over the choices that they're making, but truly making them and moving forward. And it's also contains a tremendous amount of my work 
from a program called Feelings and Food, which is all about the being piece, right? Those beliefs and the stories that we've had for years about who we think we are that's actually preventing us from losing the weight and keeping it off because it's never about the weight. It's never about the food. It's always about the things we believe to be true about ourselves. So it's launching February 20th on Amazon and it's all about breaking the addictive cycle of dieting, losing weight because we, we have to stop making wanting to lose weight wrong. It's about understanding that we can want to lose weight, but we can't be doing it from a place of, I hate my body right now. I'm not good enough right now. So when I lose the weight, then I'll be good enough. It's like in business saying like, I can't celebrate my accomplishments in business yet because the money isn't in the bank. We don't actually create the success we want for ourselves until we allow ourselves to have success today and operate from a place of today. And I really want to help people just make peace with food in their body for life. Like that is the whole premise of the book is a really... Um, different way of looking at weight loss, body composition change, and the mindset that goes with creating lasting transformation. Awesome. One of, one of the uh, things we profile with our guests on the show is um, how they be, how they position themselves as being different mm-hmm. in the marketplace. One of the things that, uh, you know, we teach in, in becoming a key entrepreneur of influence, it's, it's part of a program that we run through our academy. And, and the, the whole premise of becoming a key entrepreneur of influence is to position yourself as different and set yourself apart. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of programs out there for well-being, for improving your life, de-stressing, for um, uh, health and fitness and eating. And so you have found a way to position yourself differently from other uh, competitors, if you will, or mm-hmm. people in the health and wellness or coaching industry. So tell us your uniqueness. What is the, what is the unique you? Well, honestly, it's just me. It's who I am. And uh, nobody shares my exact life experience or my journey. So, I mean, there's a gazillion people out there teaching health and wellness and weight loss and mindset change and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, But at the end of the day, I had to give myself permission to step into that role of being a leader and allowing myself to be an influencer and giving myself permission to have a voice and knowing that my voice mattered. And that, you know, that was a big key thing for me. I don't actually know what anybody else in my industry is doing because I don't watch anybody. I just do me. So, you know, from how I show up online to how I share my stories to how I coach my clients, to the people I surround myself with and the conversations that I have, that's that's really how I've positioned myself. I don't try and be something that I'm not. I don't try and, you know, puff up and pretend like I know everything and I'm the best out there. There's a lot of people that know a lot more than I do. However, my audience resonates with me because of who I am. And I think if more entrepreneurs allowed themselves to be enough and shine from that place of what makes me uniquely me is me. And I have a right to have a message and create an impact in the world. That's how they'll position themselves really as a key influencer. It starts from the inside, us deciding that, you know what, I get to do this. I don't need to wait for somebody else to say, hey, I think you could be a person of influence. I showed up and decided that that was something that I wanted for myself because I saw the impact that I was having on my clients and I knew I wanted to have a bigger impact out in the world. I love that. I love how you articulated that. That was really, really, really well done. So, and it's so true. I mean, you know, it's funny. I, you know, in some of the, in some of the clients I've I've coached over the years, a lot of times this comes up where it's like, why would anyone want to listen to me? Why, why, why me? Why, why would anybody want to pay for my courses or my advice? And, and it's. It's because you are you. And, That's right. And all of us have, all, all of us have something for to offer other people. That's right. And and not everyone's gonna be your 
client. Not everyone's no. going to be your customer. Not everyone's going to relate to you, but the right people will. And I, I emphasize this a lot. And and by putting yourself out there, just getting that message out and being your true authentic self. And I like what you said. I don't worry. I don't. I don't know what my competitors are doing. That's 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 unique into itself, Lisa. So, right. but it's good. It's because you know uh, the focus is on you putting yourself out there and, and truly wanting to just help other people coming from your own experience in life. And, and that's good. You, I love well, how you framed all that. You know, I used to use comparison to other mm. people mm. as a way to shrink. And that, I pay attention to that now. If I start watching somebody else, it means there's something that I'm afraid to do. And that part of me that wants to shrink and hide is showing up for me. And that is a clear sign that I need to get back on my path and get grounded into who I am again. You know, we can have all the systems and strategies and business that we want. We are all entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are smart people. It is not our lack of systems or strategies that isn't getting us the results we want. It's the lack of connection to who we are and the deeper things that are holding us back in our business that is stopping us from having that success. Nobody's going to show up at your door and say, it's your time to do this. You have to show up and decide that it's your time to do this. And if you're hesitant to do that, that's where you have to start this inside out work because you have to start stripping back the layers that are really holding you back from the success you want. Bam. <laughs> right. Mic drop. <laughs> I can, I, I can hear the I can hear the coach in you. <laughs> mm, I know it like oozes out of me. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, that's what it takes. It takes that uh, discipline and 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 holding that space for a client and 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 also being willing to put not to push back, but to 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 not take the excuses or the stories or or the 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 whining and, and put it. Put it in a way where it's taking responsibility for your own life and, 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 yeah. and acknowledging who you are, accepting who you are, and being proud and loving who you are versus, you know, all the stuff that's the monkey mind that's, yeah. you know, interfering with a lot of people's success. So, okay, we're about to go to a break. So we have Lisa Carpenter, who's a dynamo coach, a dynamite woman, and she's just just so much fun uh, you can you can just hear in her voice and you can hear in the energy of, of the interview at uh, the style of person she is type person she is if you meet her in person she's just <laughs> what are you five foot nothing pretty much <laughs> yeah. yeah pocket size yeah pocket size <laughs> <laughs> first time i met you're like wow you are <laughs> <laughs> i know right <laughs> it's like boy, a small package is big energy yeah, you know, you're a powerhouse, so it's awesome. All right, we'll be right back with Lisa Carpenter. We're going to take a quick break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you challenged in business? Want to double your revenues? Want to work less and earn more? Breakthrough 90 Coaching by Kieran Sweeney is a unique accelerated process that guides entrepreneurs on creating seven-figure revenue businesses. Contact Kieran at bt90coaching.com or visit our website at bt90coaching.com. You may also call 778-888-5837 right now. Break through the barriers of mediocrity and create the success you deserve. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with Kieran Sweeney. To call into today's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or feel free to send an email to Kieran. That's K I E R O N at KieranSweeney.com. Now, back to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. And welcome back. This is Kieran Sweeney with Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. And we have Lisa Carpenter on today who is helping a lot of women around the world 
enjoy their life and mm. just finally just embrace yourself and just you know i'm reading uh some testimonials and i you know there's a real consistency here and you know lisa woke me up and uh lisa's amazing and uh i've worked with the best in of the best in the coaching world i'm completely loyal to lisa uh so obviously what you're doing is working so tell us um what are some of the Give us a couple of client success stories that uh, really that people can relate to because a lot of us have similar experiences or we're dealing with the same stuff. So give us a couple of great uh, client stories that uh, uh, have have gone from you know not happy, overwhelmed, and all that in my life to just life of bliss. Life of bliss, yes, because that's what we're all living. But we want to live more blissful lives, right? Like. This, this belief that when you start doing this work that you'll get to this place of being done is a myth. This, this, you know, we are having the most important relationship that we're having in this world is the one with ourselves. So when I'm talking about this stuff and what I'm able to do in my own lives and what my clients are now able to do in their lives is because they've made an unwavering commitment to continue to have this deeper relationship with themselves where they're willing to come face to face with their own BS and kind of unravel it. And that's really what I do. And I wish I could tell you that I had a method for my madness, but it's just, I can see right away where people are getting held back. And then I turn the light on and say, do you want to look at this? And then we help, we start to reframe it. So, you know, some of the results that my clients get is, you know, they've been afraid of being visible or speaking their truth, right? Speaking their truth, meaning putting how they really feel out into the world. Um, other amazing results are things like boundaries. So people who have, you know, they're stressed out and strung out in their business, they've got no boundaries. Like they've got no boundaries with themselves around their time, with other people demanding things. Um, so letting go of this belief that they have to do everything or that they're going to be a horrible person if they say no, right? They make it mean something. Well, if I say no, so-and-so is going to think, you know, whatever about me. The ability to no longer go through life with this heavy hand of judgment. I'm not good enough. My work isn't good enough. My diplomas aren't good enough. I'm not there yet. All of this stuff. So when we strip down all the different beliefs that people are holding, it allows them to actually feel happy and fulfilled and peaceful, right? To, to turn down the volume on that striving energy. So it's not about becoming this, you know, totally self-centered, selfish person that doesn't care about anybody else in the world. My clients learn how to care about themselves and care about other people, but in a way that's healthy for everybody involved. So it may mean that they're having increased visibility in their business. It may mean that they've cut back their work hours and now they actually have time to enjoy their life. They're not yelling at their kids as much. They have a better relationship with their partner. They're not working around the clock. Like the results for each person are so unique and individual and they, you know, they kind of cover the whole gamut of these things. And that's why I love the work I do because I never really know um, you know, how my clients are going to see transformation. And it's so, it can be so subtle sometimes and so profound where all of a sudden they realize like, wow, I don't do that anymore. When did that change for me? So it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty phenomenal. Some of the, the different things I've seen my, my clients achieve. So what's a, what's a big story that sticks out? Like, you know, I, I look at a lot of my clients and I, I can, there's, there's always a handful that are just, they just really finally got it and went from, you know, like in my, in my world, it's, it's more about, you know, people struggling with their business and I get them to completely re mm -hmm. restructure their business and reframe how they're thinking about their business and then they just soar. So, you know, a lot of times it's just getting past themselves. But so what are your what are your big story a couple of big stories that are have really, you know, highlighted your work? Yeah, you know, I think it's the one that I told uh, in the last segment really around the success in business coach who, you know, literally she was just feeding her body sugar all day long. She was excelling in every other part of her life. Yet when it came to her body, that was where she felt like she just couldn't get it together and was constantly struggling and feeling crappy about herself. And her weight was holding her back from 
showing up in her business and being more visible. And I see this with clients all the time, right? They don't want to get in front of the camera. They don't want to go to live events because they don't, like they're not comfortable in their skin and that impacts their confidence. So with her, what I've seen over our time working together is she now, you know, she's on a road trip right now to a mastermind and she messaged me to let me know that, you know, she's eating healthy and she prepared some food to take with her and she's checked out restaurants in the area and she's feeling amazing and she's paying attention to what her other mastermind sisters are doing and how people are having these midday crashes and she's not. And like I said, now she's in the gym doing CrossFit, which she never thought she could do. You know, she thought she was, you know, was just going to run on the treadmill for her, the rest of her life, figuratively and literally. Um and her her physical transformation is phenomenal, and I've also watched her business explode even more because of that newfound confidence. So she's kind of the you know the one that's first and and forefront in my brain. Um, I've also had clients work with me who are specifically working around um, weight loss. So they've really been caught in this cycle of dieting, and it was on and off of Weight Watchers, on and off of Weight Watchers, and counting points and doing the things, whereas now they know how to eat intuitively, they know how to take care of themselves. And that's allowed them, like, I've got one client who now is, you know, she's become a ballroom dancer. She allows herself to go out and do the things she loves in life that she was terrified to do before because she had all these hang-ups and beliefs about what was possible for her. So it's amazing what happens when we allow ourselves to be seen and witnessed by ourselves, right? Like to actually acknowledge the things about us that we've been shoving down for so long. So those are kind of some, two of some big ones that stand out, but it's, you know, I've, I've had the pleasure of impacting so many different women. And as much as the, you know, the big stories are exciting, it's, you know, it's the clients that message me that tell me that they're not raging at their kids anymore, or the client that tells me that, you know, she's done her first live stream, or, you know, the client who had the courage to reach out and email somebody that they've never emailed before because they thought, well, who am I to do this? Those little moments are, as a coach, those moments are the ones that impact me the greatest because I know those small moments of courage really transform everything for them. One of the things, I mean, beautiful stories, they, one of the things that happens when when we you know, I don't like to say change ourselves, but when we come back to into our own power and and mm-hmm. and take take our own confidence back and our power, because we were born confident, we were born mm-hmm. powerful, and we just got kind of messed up along the way. And 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 so when you take that back, there's a ripple effect, there's a residual effect that starts to impact the 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 closest people to you. So yeah. as you went through your journey, um, how does that affect your relationship with your husband? And then also the kids. And I mean, I've met your kids, especially that little blonde, Mm. cutie button thing. (laughs) Jake. (laughs) Jake. Yes, Jake, my little blonde cherub. He is so cute. Anyway, so how does does your transformation uh, have a ripple effect? Because obviously how you speak changes, how you uh, act changes, how you run your life changes. So it obviously starts to affect the the whole um, uh, microcosm of of your home so how does how does it how does it impact all the relationships with those closest to you uh such a great question so when my hubby went into rehab like i said i had to take radical responsibility for how i was showing up in the relationship and first it started out like i said trying to save our relationship and then it became about wait a minute i need to save myself here And the reason that my hubby and I are still together and, you know, I consider both of us in recovery is because we both committed to working on ourselves first and our relationship second, because relationships cannot be codependent on each other. You got to look at every relationship. You have to be able to stand on your own. And then if you look at the branches of of a tree, right, your branches are allowed to cross over. But if one stands under the shade of another, one tree will never really fully grow. So... We now, as a couple, communicate on an entirely different level because we operate from a place of deep connection and feeling our feelings, which nobody likes to hear. But ultimately, the reason we overeat, why we're so busy, why we're hiding is, you know, because we don't want to be with the uncomfortable feelings that we're feeling, right? Like, 
it makes us uncomfortable to get visible. It makes us uncomfortable to have these hard conversations. So we do things to avoid them. Um, in terms of parenting, you know, I used to be this total dragon mommy. I yelled all the time at my kids when they were growing up. And it was because the belief I had was if they would just behave, I would feel better. When the truth was, it was never about their behavior. It was about my discomfort and my insecurities about being a mom. So my shame manifested in terms of me screaming and yelling at them all the time. Well, I don't scream and yell anymore. It, you know, Jake can still have his tantrums, but I'm able to be with the discomfort, right? Like he can rage all he wants. I'm not going to lose my temper because I can be with his discomfort and let it, you know, allow it to, to ride out. So I show up in a completely different way now um, with my family, with my clients. I no longer caretake my clients. I lovingly stand shoulder to shoulder with them, but I will not do the work for them, nor is it my job to save them. Right? My job is to show them the light and say, you want to you come with me? But I don't piggyback anybody more anymore. Whereas for a long time in my work, it was really, you know, it was really about, I want to save all the people. Nobody needs to be saved. Nobody is broken. We don't need fixing. We just need guidance. We need mentors. We need people to show us what's possible. But ultimately, we have to take those actions and we have to take those steps and strip down those beliefs. Um, you know, I used to caretake to, you know, in my business when I had my bricks and mortar, I almost put myself into bankruptcy because I was paying my partner's bills. She never asked me to do that. I just kind of took it on. Oh, well, you can't do it. Okay, well, I'll pay for it. That was never mine to take on. And in fact, when I did that, I disempowered her, right? When we caretake other people, mm-hmm. we rob them of their power to show up. This is why I couldn't do my husband's recovery for him. He had to do his own recovery. I had to do my own recovery because otherwise we would have a you know, foundation of soggy wet newspapers. We have to be able to do our own work. So it's, it's radically changed every aspect of my personal life and my professional life. Not to mention, you know, I was saying during the break that um, I, you know, I used to hide behind introversion as why I couldn't do meetings and events and, you know, all those kind of things. Well, it's not my introversion. It was my insecurities. It was my judgment, my, you know, what will other people think? And, you know, the extent I was judging myself. So even that has radically changed for me. There is no area of my life that doing this inside out work hasn't transformed me in some way. And I'm still doing it. Well, it's so true. And I, you know, I, I really like what you said about you and your husband having to really uh, work on e- each other individually, and which is so true. We all have to. And mm-hmm. But how you're able to just allow yourself to express feelings and emotions. And, yeah. and, and that's, that's, that's so, honestly, when, when partners allow themselves to do that, give themselves permission to do that and make that part of living together uh, and being able to express, uh, it just creates it's creates a, a, a new foundation for a healthy relationship and and listen you you just there's so much in you and about you we could go on for a decade talking but you know the if you want to work uh, with lisa uh highly recommend her she's one of the best she's got great credentials great testimonials and uh, you can go Thank to her you. website lisacarpenter.ca and her book's coming out on february 20th called let's eat so make sure you get a copy and uh, we just—it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I know we've been working at getting this going for I a while, know. so thank you for making it happen. But uh, hey, you know what? Somebody, somebody uh, said to me once: uh, always work with busy people. Right. <laughs> Right, so, right. Busy people are worth it. So, That's you know, right. sometimes you have to be patient and wait till things line up. But I'm actually the timing of this interview is perfect because with the book coming out and everything that's uh, happened and what you've accomplished just in the last year is phenomenal. So, congratulations to you. Thank and you so much. Thank you for the work you're doing. And I know you're touching lots of lives and you're going to be a dynamo. So, uh, everybody. Have a great uh, week, and thanks for listening, and thank you, Lisa, and best in your journey. You too. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been amazing. Thank you for joining Kieran Sweeney and Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. We hope you'll tune in again for another edition of the program next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a good week.